0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nick Anderson Fitness Podcast. Today, we are doing a solo episode. I want to talk today about why I quit my full-time job to become a personal trainer. This is one of the questions that I get most anytime I do a question box on my Instagram. People are always asking why I got started becoming a personal trainer. And this is definitely something I want to talk about because it's important to me. It means a lot to me to have made such a big career change. And let's dive in. So first thing I want to talk about here is what I did before I was a personal trainer. And I always had a hard time explaining what my job is. Um, But I'll do my best. So I was a piping designer for a engineering consulting firm. So basically, it was my job to come up with piping arrangements for large oil and gas facilities. So I had gotten a degree to do this. My degree was in engineering design and configuration management, which is a mouthful of a degree. And funny story, I have that degree and I'm still not really sure what configuration management means. So reason I, I went to college was there's kind of a lot of pressure in my, my teens and early 20s to get a college degree. Because my, my biological father, who I'm not close with, uh, that's why I use the term biological father, um, he worked for Johnson & Wales University. And with him working for Johnson and Wales University, that means that I got free tuition to Johnson and Wales University. So when I initially wanted to go to college, I wasn't a good student in high school, so my grades weren't good enough to get into Johnson and Wales. Um, So I had to go to community college first, um, get some good grades in a few select classes, and then I would get accepted, which which is what happened. So... When I first went, I was still not a good student. I was not at any point mature enough to actually go to college. So I ended up spending a lot of my time um, not going to my classes and hanging out on campus and playing Magic the Gathering because I'm a giant fucking nerd. So obviously, since I didn't go to class, I um, flunked out of a bunch of my classes and I stopped going. I, I like dropped out of college and worked at TJ Maxx. What a great career choice that would have been had I stayed, um, ended up getting fired from that job. That's a whole different story. We're not going to go down that path. But during that time while I was working there, I was kind of thinking, all right, this sucks. Like, there's no way that I want to do this for the rest of my life. So maybe now that I'm in my early 20s, I'm at a point where I am mature enough to go to college and actually give it my best shot, which is exactly what I did. I went back to the community college, got A's in all the classes, and was ready. was ready for the big boy, which was Johnson & Wales. So what I had to do was select a major. And for those who don't know, Johnson & Wales is primarily a culinary and a business school. And I suck at cooking. And I didn't want a degree in business because when I think of business, I think of people in suits and ties and with briefcases, and that is not the life that I wanted for myself. Of course, now I realize that that's not exactly what business is, but that's neither here nor there at this point. So I decided to go with the engineering design and configuration management degree which also had an associate's degree in computerized drafting now the reason i chose this was because i took a computerized drafting class in high school and i was really good at it i actually really enjoyed doing it so i was like cool i'm good at this let's let's go for it don't want to spend too much time on the college thing so just gonna kind of skip ahead and say all right yeah i graduated Uh, looked for a job in my field and I took the first job that was offered to me which was for this oil and gas design place. I'm intentionally not mentioning the name just because I don't want to give any negative press for a company that overall treated me pretty decently. So I get into this job and (laughs) I realized that my degree had no practicality at all into what I was actually doing besides anything that was drafting related but me being me I got really good at my job I learned as much as I could as quickly as possible and ended up being one of the go-to guys to get shit done I ended up Over the course of the six years that I worked there, I I moved my way through the ranks and I ended up getting the position of senior designer, which had been something that was a big goal for me. And then kind of once I got that position, I was like, all right, well, um, this is the top. What do I do now? While at the same time, I was just starting to work on my own fitness we've talked on here before if you if you're a long-time listener of the podcast we've talked about my my experience with beach body and while there is a lot of negativity with that time from learning a lot of disordered eating habits and a lot of disordered relationships around exercise and over exercising and all that fun stuff I still say my experience overall was a net positive because it got me into fitness. It got me thinking about fitness, enjoying fitness, enjoying lifting weights, enjoying exercise, enjoying focusing on my nutrition. Now, full stop right here. I want to be very clear and say that I do not in any way endorse or promote or even entertain the idea that beach body is a good thing. Because when it comes down to it, Beachbody is a pyramid scheme. It is a multi-level marketing company. And 99.7% of people in multi-level marketing companies lose money. It's only the people at the very, very top of the pyramid who make money. And everyone else loses a bunch of money by buying product, all that stuff. I'm not an anti-MLM creator. I cannot go into that in depth. But if you are interested in learning more, please check out some of the other anti-MLM creators out there. But anyway, got myself way off track there. So was getting into my own fitness and really wanted to start learning more. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get certified as a personal trainer. Just so I can learn more about fitness so I can do a better job of improving my own fitness, because it was a, it was at this time of my life that I really wanted to start getting away from beachbody and start to work on doing my own things. which thank God I did because I unlearned. I unlearned a lot of stuff that I was taught, using quotation marks here, that I was taught in Beach Body. So, you know, I was telling people, oh, I'm working on my personal trainer certification. And they're like, oh, that's cool. What are you going to do with it? And I was like, well, well, I don't know. I I just want the information for myself. I just want it to get better training myself. But of course, since you're listening to this podcast, you know that that's not what happened, is it? So I got my certification and um, I said, all right, well, I want to do something with it. Um, So I... I got this kind of at the beginning of COVID was when I started and I was like, all right, well, well no one has access to gyms. Most people aren't really working out right now. I knew a lot of people from beach body that, that I'd met over the course of however long I was in that nightmare for, but these were great friends. These were great people that I've built awesome relationships with. And I started hosting, classes on zoom, like fitness classes. Now, of course I was still deep into beach body, So these were all hit classes, which is not something that I agree with doing now. I was doing like three a week and I was, I was doing the exercises with everyone. So I was again, still over training by doing three times of hit a week. I was strength training in the gym or not in the gym at home. But I really wanted to start to use some of the stuff that I'd learned. So that's what I did. Um, I did most of them for free just to kind of get started. But I was like, all right, well, this isn't making any money, but I enjoy doing it. So I'm having fun with it and I kept doing it. But eventually, one of my friends who was occasionally jumping into some of these classes said, hey, Nick, um, I'm kind of struggling with my fitness and she was doing a lot of beach body workouts. And she said, hey, maybe you can help me figure out some stuff for strength training. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can, I can do that. I can sit down, write out a program for you, and um, let's get you stronger. So here is where I want to give a big shout out to my very first client, Enid, Um, I don't think I would be where I am today if it wasn't for Enid because at the time I wasn't even offering online coaching. That wasn't even a thought that had entered my mind, but she reached out to me and said, Hey, help me out. I was like, all right, let's do it. So I charged her an absurdly low amount of money. And I think we worked together for about somewhere between six and nine months. And even for being my first client, she saw great progress in that time. Now, looking back, I was not the coach that I am today, but I had some good knowledge at the time and I was still able to help her get results and get away from all that beach body nutrition. Um, She learned that there was no such thing as a good or a bad food. And I think that was super important and it was super important for me to build my confidence as a coach with that and important for her to get away from that as well. We had a weekly phone call that we did, and every time we got on the phone, I just got so excited to talk to her and hear about how her progress was going, and I felt, I felt so fulfilled by that. And the more time went on, the more fulfilled I felt by it and started realizing that this might be what I really want to do. So from there, I really started working on growing my online business. I worked on putting as much helpful content out on Instagram as I could. I worked on building as many relationships with as many people as I could. And I even got a part-time job doing small group classes at a local Anytime Fitness. So it I did that for, uh, I don't know, th- three to five months And I really loved doing it. I loved getting the hands-on in-person experience as well. And at a certain point, I realized that I was doing way too much. My client load had started to increase with the online business. I was working maybe 10 to 15 hours in the gym, and I was working 40-plus hours in my full-time job. I was getting constantly angry and irritated about the most minor thing like if I couldn't close the dryer door correctly I would get so pissed off and lose my head and I ended up going to therapy for this because it was so bad that my wife was like you need to see someone and talk to someone about this because this is it's a lot and what we ended up figuring out in therapy after like two sessions was when do you have any free time? I'll never forget. My therapist asked me that. When do you have any free time? I sat there for like two minutes and I was like, um, I don't. And it was like, boom, that light bulb went off and I was like, holy shit. That's why I'm so pissed off all the time is because I never have time to sit the fuck down. So I ended up saying, all right, I gotta, I gotta quit the in-person job because I just don't have time to do all of this. So it was a tough decision. I didn't want to do it because I was really enjoying working there, but I did. I quit the job. And then once I had left, I went back to my regular job and I started to feel like, I don't know, maybe I quit the wrong job. But you know, obviously one made a hell of a lot more money than the other one, right? You're in the engineering field. That's like associated with a good amount madam funny. And yes, I will be very candid here and say they paid me very well. But as I ended up working my way into a position of more responsibility with my job, I ended up liking it a lot less because I had this kind of cognitive dissonance between the two things, right? So I was sitting at my desk with... One side of my brain saying, all right, you got to put out a piece of content today. And the other side saying, well, I need to figure out how I'm going to get this LNG piping to the truck skid. And just hearing both of those things without any context, at least to me, the content sounds a lot more fun than the LNG piping. Also, as I'm kind of starting to move through the ranks and get better, I'm getting more and more responsibility. I'm getting asked to do more. I become the go-to guy for when something needs to get done as far as design goes, which means I'm being asked to work more than 40 hours a week. Now, on one side of things, I didn't mind this because I was paid hourly, so the more hours I worked, the more money I got, which is fucking awesome. But on the other side, I have... You know, four podcasts to record this month. I want to put out two articles, and I want to put out an Instagram post every day, and I can't do both. So we're kind of back at that spot where I'm at that point where it's like, okay, well, when do you have any free time? Also, I have this other side of me saying, well, well, I enjoy doing the coaching thing so much. I enjoy working with my clients so much more. I enjoy getting on these phone calls with them, writing their programs. I enjoy teaching them about good food versus bad food and how that's not a thing. I enjoy teaching them how to lose fat sustainably, how to gain strength, whereas I don't enjoy anything about sitting behind my desk and looking at pipes all fucking day. Because this one element of my life had become so much more important than the job that I was just kind of going to. And I, at, a, at a certain point, I just felt like I was going through the motions. Now, a lot of these jobs that we got assigned, so we, we were assigned jobs from big companies, big energy companies, and they were very high contract type of things, um, they were big jobs with a lot of pieces involved, a lot of moving parts, and they were very high stress. Deadlines were very aggressive. We had to get X thing done by Monday. And if that meant that we worked until nine o'clock, then so be it. If it meant we worked till 11 o'clock, then so be it. If we worked on Saturday and Sunday to make sure it got out, then so be it. And I will never forget this. We were about three days out from a deadline. Uh, my boss had called me, one of the presidents of the company had called me and given me a bunch of shit. I was in such a bad mood and I came home from work that day and I was supposed to have a podcast scheduled that day. Now you can actually go back and listen to this podcast. It's the one I did with Ryan Kassem, probably 20 to 30 episodes in. About 20 minutes before I did that podcast, I had the biggest mental breakdown of my life. I remember sitting on my kitchen floor crying because I absolutely hated my job at this point. I hated how much pressure there was. I hated how much stress there was. Yet meanwhile, I had this other thing in my life that I loved so much. At this point in my career there, it started to feel like when two people who have spent a very long time together but actually can't stand each other... And like every little thing that the other person does just instantly sets them off. Like they can cough and then the the partner will be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know? So I, I had this mental breakdown and I was like, you know what? I, I have this podcast to do. I have to do this. And my internet wasn't cooperating with me. I couldn't get on Zoom. Um, I was, you know, under that same level of stress where where my anger and my rage had just gotten so heavy, I was screaming at my keyboard for no reason because that's just the type of person I am when the stress piles on too high. And I got on this podcast with Ryan. And by the way, Ryan is a fucking awesome dude. His content is amazing. And I was so upset about this podcast because I just was not there mind was somewhere else it was it was back in the kitchen floor it was back sitting crying on the kitchen floor because of how much stress that I had under me and that was the moment when I got off that podcast I really started to evaluate what was most important to me and it was was something I had talked about a lot in therapy too we ended up talking about that as well and it was a question of is the money that I make in this job worth me coming home every day and just hating everything? I remember sitting on the couch just feeling awful all the time after a hard days of work. And my mental health had really suffered because there was something else that I wanted to do so much more. So I started looking. I started putting out applications for other jobs as a personal trainer because that's what I really enjoyed doing. Now I knew at this point, my online business, it wasn't big enough for me to sustain anywhere close to the kind of income I was making, but I knew it was time for a change. And even changing to a different job, I knew I was going to take a big pay cut and me and Danielle talked it over. And she kind of told me like, listen, listen, you're not the same person that you were a couple of years ago because you're under so much stress and I don't want to see you like this anymore. Um, I, I thank her every day for being a supportive person and supporting me into going into a completely different career field, taking a big pay cut to do it just so, so my mental health could be better. And even before I got a job, I knew I was making the right decision. I went in for an interview one day, and I had sat down and talked to the hiring manager for the the place that I ended up working for. I ended up talking to her, and we had a great conversation about fitness and about changing people's lives and all this stuff. And I came home, and I talked to my wife about it, and she was like, I haven't seen you talk like this in so long your your face, you're smiling. You just seem like such a happier person and it this was just from a half hour interview. So I was like, okay, yeah. This is the right decision. No matter what happens, I need to move on from this career and go into something that I really enjoy doing. And that's damn sure what I did. So again, I uh, took the first job that was offered to me because I was just so excited to leave. I was so excited to get out of that job. Now, going into this job, going into these interviews, (laughs) I did notice a few red flags that I should have been cognizant of. Well, maybe I was cognizant of them, but I ignored them because I was so excited. When I was doing the interview, I uh i had to wait for like five minutes which is fine just totally fine but like there was a group class going on at the same time and there were a bunch of people lifting with absolute shit form and i was like oh well that's that's interesting but you know what i don't have to make my people live with shit form right no i don't so um I, anyway i did that interview it went great it was awesome and then i had to meet with the owner of the gym And there were some more red flags here because um, I had to wait 40 minutes for him. He had to finish a session because he double booked. And again, I'm not going to mention the name of this gym. I don't want to give it any publicity whatsoever, but I did take the job. And regardless of all the red flags that I saw, we'll get into that a little more. Regardless of that, I'm really glad that I took it because I really loved working with some of the clients there. There were some absolutely amazing clients. I'm going to give a couple more shout-outs here um, to people that probably don't even listen to the podcast, but that's fine. I do want to give a, a shout-out to one of my first clients at that gym, Sanja, who she was this this woman who was very, very petite and just wanted to build work on building her strength. And again, this is a moment that I will never forget because... When she was first there, she was working with another trainer who I didn't really think I think she was a great person, but she didn't really challenge her enough. You know, she was giving her like ten pound dumbbells all the time, like having her bench press ten pound dumbbells, eight pound dumbbells. And I started giving her some heavy weights because I know that she wanted to challenge herself. I started giving her fifteens and twenties and we worked our way up to twenty-fives and she was so proud of herself for bench pressing twenty-five pound dumbbells. But I'll also never forget putting a kettlebell in front of her and telling her to deadlift it, teaching her how to deadlift. I gave her a light one to start. And then after a couple weeks, I gave her a heavier one. I think it was a 60 pound kettlebell. Didn't tell her how much it weighed. I knew she was perfectly capable of picking it up off the floor without any trouble. She lifts it off the floor and she goes, well, that, that felt a little heavy. And I go, yeah, it was 60 pounds. And she, her jaw literally dropped. She froze, and she was like, "It is. I've never lifted sixty pounds before." She got so excited, she stopped the session, called her dad <laughs> to let her know, to let him know that she lifted sixty pounds, and that is like one of the greatest moments of my career. But I did end up leaving that gym because, like I said, there were a lot of red flags. Um, the owner of the gym was it seemed to me doing some very inappropriate things with his clients. Like he during sessions would kind of grab them inappropriately. Like someone was doing chin ups and he would, you know, grab them by the butt and hold, like push them up off the floor so that they could get the chin. Like that's, that's not the assistance that is needed in a chin up. Like, That's what bands are for. She was using a band. You don't need someone to grab you by the ass and push you up. So uh, there were also some shady business practices going on. Uh, I I don't want to get too much into it. Just know that it was not a place that I wanted to be associated with. So I ended up leaving Um, I went back to Anytime Fitness for a while. Uh, Again, we won't get into that too much, but But before we move on to the next part of my journey as becoming a personal trainer, I want to take a moment and announce that I am doing a little giveaway and it is exclusive only to people who listen to this podcast. So, Wednesday is my birthday, the 14th. So, I'm turning 33 on Wednesday. Happy birthday to me. Thank you very much. And to celebrate, I would like to do a Legion giveaway. So for those who know, I have recently been sponsored by Legion Athletics. Uh, They have amazing supplements. And I want to give out two free products. So one per person. So I want to give it out to two winners who will receive one free product from Legion. Now, how to enter this giveaway, what I need you to do... Is on this podcast, on Apple Podcasts, leave a written five star review, take a screenshot, and DM it to me at Nick Anderson Fitness on Instagram. Now, I wanna specify here that the review must be written. If it's just a five star review with no written anything, it doesn't count. So a five star written review, screenshot, DM it to me at Nick Anderson Fitness. On Instagram, I will choose two winners. Each winner will receive one free product. Uh, I will announce this, you know, I'll announce it Wednesday night. I'll announce, I'll announce it on my birthday because that will be exciting for me. I want to do something exciting. So that's the giveaway. Uh, Now you know how to enter. I wanted to hide that in the middle of the podcast just to make sure that you listen to the whole thing. Uh, so now I want to get into the next part of, of my journey, which we're kind of going to wrap up a little bit here. Um, so I ended up working for the place that I work for now. Um, it's a fitness together. It is great. So it's like a one-on-one type of studio. I have amazing mentors. They have taught me a lot. Um, it's, it's been great to have people to learn from because in past experience working for blank gym, that does not, that shall not be named and anytime fitness which had some net positive experiences but for the most part it's like okay here's your clients go do your thing and no one ever bothers you again which is kind of the industry standard i'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing because that's just it's just kind of how things are But it's been amazing to work for a collaborative environment. Um, I definitely see myself staying there for quite some time. But the ultimate goal for me is to take what I'm doing and take it fully online. Um, I want to end up, you know, kind of being my own boss, having my own clients Uh, Because that's been very rewarding for me. I've had some amazing clients over the last couple of years. Many have been on this podcast, so you can hear a lot about their stories. Just going to call out a few of those episodes. Episode 42 with Kate Doster. We talk about how much her mindset changed and she just ended up wanting to to get strong as fuck and ended up deadlifting 315 pounds and is going to carry on and do more. Episode 17 with Vicky, who learned that you can eat candy bars and it's not going to cause you to instantly gain weight. One of my favorite episodes, episode 16 with Amanda, who was working out from home only and was scared to go to the gym. And now she'll message me. We don't don't work together anymore. Um, We worked together for maybe a year and she was like, I really want to go and do this on my own. And she'll message me every now and then and be like, Nick, thank you so much for what you've done for me because I have built so much confidence over the last couple of years by going to the gym and realizing that I'm a badass bitch and also fuck body dysmorphia. So Amanda, if you're listening, those texts fucking make my entire life. (laughs) It makes me really so happy that I got into this career field. Finally, if you go back really far and listen to episode four with one of my very first clients, Heidi, who lost 45 pounds over the course of working with me. She's another one that stopped working with me, wanted to do it on her own. We worked together for over a year. And again, she was the same way, wanted to work out from home, um, thought that she couldn't eat pasta, thought then we ended up learning that she could eat that kind of stuff. And she would still lose weight. She transferred to maintenance. She's been in maintenance for like a year now and goes to the gym on her own and will text me every now and then and be like, guess how much I squatted. Those are the kind of things that that make me love working online. Because while in the gym is awesome, it's great being in person with someone. I can build such a better connection with someone over the course of our time working together than I can for a 45-minute session in the gym because you just get to see me for that 45 minutes. Like, when you work with me online, we're going to build a big connection. We're going to work together on finding all of the things that are going to work for you to be able to reach whatever fitness goals you have. A lot of times that ends up being scaling back because for example, maybe you're a busy mom who has two kids and your kids won't go to sleep until ten o'clock at night, but your gym closes at ten. So all right, we gotta find some home workouts to do for you. Or maybe you have an all or nothing mindset and you need someone to help you work through. Just learning that doing one is better than zero. Those those are the kind of things that I'm here for. And those are the kinds of things that I love most about helping my clients with. It's it's not just for me, you know, writing you a program and then you go and do it. Like any idiot can do that. But it's working on building long-term habits and helping you come up with what those long-term habits are so that you can make long-term changes so that a year or two from now, you don't need me. Because I don't know, there's something more rewarding to me about having a client who used to work at work with me, reach out and be like, Hey, this is where I am now. And if we didn't work together, I wouldn't be here rather than me. Hold your hand for years to come. Now that's great too. If that's going to help you where you need to be, then great. And if you want that kind of accountability forever, then I'm here for that too. But it's really seeing someone make the lifelong changes. That really, it really gets me. It really makes me want to continue doing what I do. And I'm so glad. I am so glad that I don't sit behind that fucking desk anymore. Because when I finished a project, I didn't get this kind of satisfaction. But when a client reaches out to me and says, Hey, thank you so much for our time together. I know we've been working together for a year and a half, but... I think I'd like to go out on my own and keep going. And I'm like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Look, if you ever have any questions or you need some guidance, please don't ever hesitate to reach out because I'm here for it. But I want to see what you can do on your own. I want to give you the tools so that you can work on your fitness in an intelligent way forever. Anyways, Thank you so much for listening. That has been the podcast, everyone. Um, if you are interested in working with me, you can go ahead and fill out my online coaching application. I'll link that in the show notes. And by the way, don't forget about the Legion giveaway. You know what to do. So leave that five star review, take a screenshot, DM it to me on Instagram and enter for your chance to win one free Legion product. So that'll be, two participants who will win one free legion product thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day